to the Money Mentors Podcast. Well, I've got to say, you know, welcome to the show, but more importantly, you've been listening to Laurel, myself, Gary Matson, and Jennifer for some years now. In fact, this month, January, it's actually 10 years that we've been on the radio. And I'm not a proud person. I'm very transparent. And, and I'll tell you that the first show was so bad, <laughs> we couldn't even put it on the air. I mean, they said, hey, Gary, you know, this is written really poorly. You did it. You know, we like the idea. We like the enthusiasm. But this is so bad, we can't do it. <laughs> and so start over. And uh, what a blessing has been since all that time that we've relaxed. We've got great people. Uh, the show's been highly, highly accepted. You've made us part of your family in the last 10 years. But I thought, you know, looking back, I think it would be kind of interesting. You know, if you go back to March of 2012, you ready for this? Bitcoin sold for $4.86. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, 10 years later, it's between forty-four dollars and $46,000, bumping up to like 69000 So just a little bit of change there. <laughs> Now, if you're kind of looking back and want to know some numbers, the S&P 500, if you put $100 in there, again, 10 years ago, you'd have approximately $415. Now, if you take the taxes out here, you, know, you consume it, use it, you know, federal taxes and the state of Michigan taxes, mm -hmm. and you had that in deferred account, that's what it would be. And then when you take it out, you'd net out about $347. Not too bad. Yeah. But the problem is if you get less than that type of return in the last 10 years, if you got like around 4 or 5%, you're going to be in real trouble. And, and let's talk why. So a gallon of gas 10 years ago was $3.64 a gallon. Uh -huh. According to Gas Buddy, currently we are about $3.41, even though it's going up almost a buck from what was a year ago. Hey, gas isn't too bad when you look at it over the 10 years. Yeah. Span. But here comes the rest of the news. For starters, the average price of a new car or light truck in April 10 years ago was just a shade over $30,000 as average. 30000 in fact, 303. Now, Consumers Report reports that the new car average from 10 years ago is now $46,000 or a 50% increase in value. Wow. Cost. Okay, that's big. Kenmore, washer dryers. They average $297 to unit or two of them you know, set for $600. On Wayfair, it's twelve dollars to $1,400 for the pair. <laughs> and that's a 100% increase and most of them are out of stock. Right. I can't find them. <laughs> so if you kind of look at back where we're at 10 years ago and you want to talk about inflation and things going on, this is why we talk about what we've been doing for the last 10 years, making sure our clients are prepared for all of this. And again, if you're not looking at it from your point of view saying, what do I have today? How much did I have 10 years ago? If you look at a 3% average return, that means 24 years ago, your money, even though you're taking money out, should have doubled. In other mm -hmm. words, if you had a half a million dollars 24 years ago in retirement, and you've taken your money out along the way, you should have a million dollars in your account today just to keep up with inflation. Oh, wow. And uh, if your money hasn't kept up, Gary, I mean, that means you've probably had to cut back on your lifestyle over the last 10 years. And that's not something we want for any of our listeners. 
I love it when a client calls in like they did this week and they said, Gary, we want X amount of dollars out of our Roth IRA. We're downsizing to a different model trailer. We're going to a park model from our home. We're selling our home and we're going to do it in two weeks and we'll put the money back in. And so we can finance that through ourselves. And I go, yeah, that's a great idea because the market's hot still in Florida. Things are going on. So it's downsizing because they choose to, not because they have to financially. Right. We love downsizing because of choice, not demand. Well, a lot has certainly changed in the 10 years since you first started doing this show, Gary. And uh, it's been a pleasure to join you and Laurel along the way. I know we did start getting more fan mail when Laurel finally joined you here on the team <laughs> over these that last That makes me years. feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. You know, I've got a face for radio and she's got a face and a voice for anything. So. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Well, it's true. I mean, it's it's been fun. I, I look back and think, too. So it was 10 years ago for you. I joined this coming spring eight years ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a little terrifying, <laughs> but really exciting. And we've had a lot of fun on the way. And, you know, being able to help clients navigate through such a crazy time, especially, you know, through the last two years when life seems so chaotic and so uncertain, not knowing what to do. We want to be you know, the mentors here to help somebody through those questions. Because face it, you don't know what questions to ask or what things to do. That's not your profession. But that's why we're here to help you navigate to and through retirement, whether you're looking to retire, you've got that date on your calendar and you're ready, or you've been in retirement, and maybe you just haven't had the attention to the tax side of things or the legacy side of things too. And I've got to say that over the 10 years we've been on radio, we've lost some very dear friends. In yes. fact, recently uh, we've had six clients that have been family with us for years uh, mm-hmm. over the past few months. Um, some's COVID, some's heart attack, some's all those cancer, some's all those normal things. But as we get older, uh, like one client said, she said, you know, Gary, I'm calling you third. And I'm going, okay. And she says, well, you told me to call you first. But she says, I called <laughs> my kids. And then I called the uh, family physician because he died at home. And she's now in calling you. <laughs> and she said, you told me to call you. And I said, yep, because here's what I want you to remember. We planned for this. Yeah. It came a little earlier than we expected. But financially, you're going to be okay. And we'll take care of things. You do what you need to do. And we'll take care of everything else. And uh, that's the promise we made to him and her when they first became clients. And that's the promise we keep with all our clients. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. We've been talking for months here on the show about how Americans continue to quit their jobs. It has picked up to a record pace, especially in the back half of last year. Now, Fox Business Personality and How America Works narrator Mike Rose says... Every American, though, will eventually feel the effects of this great resignation, even if you're not the one doing the quitting. As a guy who runs a foundation that's focused on debunking stigmas and stereotypes around the skilled trades, I've never seen anything like this. Just this month, I've heard from the energy industry, the restaurant industry, the cable and broadband industry. They are all struggling with the same basic problem. They're all talking to the same group of people who, for whatever reason, have I think, changed their fundamental relationship with the definition of a good job. Look, this is not just a conversation between a mismatch of skills, although I think the skills gap is a very real thing. This is a conversation about our workforce and the imbalanced nature of it 
and the way that that's going to impact every single American who yeah. shares my addiction to yeah. smooth roads, indoor plumbing, affordable electricity, and so forth. I'm Man. addicted. Uh, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen the impact in things like, you know, restaurants or waiting in line at stores, that kind of thing, Gary and Laurel. But uh, he makes a great point here. This could have a ripple effect on many industries, couldn't it? Absolutely. And the prediction could be up to 25% or one in four people are looking to change job in 2022. Wow. And so there's a lot of things that go with us. That means that inflation will probably be a little bit longer because, again, as people change jobs, learning the old structure of demand is not higher than the capability to meet it. Mm -hmm. And so there's really things that you really want to know of what to do in retirement and what not to do in retirement, of course, and also those things if you're just changing jobs, what to do and not to do. Some people will say, okay, I've got this 401k and it's got a little money in it, so I guess I'm just going to take it out and I'll, I'll buy something or I'll pay a little debt off or something like that. And it could be really vastly detrimental to you if you're young and you do that. Yeah, I mean, just for an example, um, you know, if you're not 59 and a half, you have a 401k, you say, I'm going to take that money out. Well, it's pre-tax because it's a 401k, so you have to pay taxes on it for federal and state if state applies to you. So let's say that's minimal is 10% federal, 4.25% state of Michigan. So we're at 14 and a quarter. Then, because you're not 59 and a half, you have a 10% penalty. So that's an additional 10%. So now you're at 24% and a quarter there. So basically, 25 cents of every dollar is going away. It's so crazy, crazy. you just got to look and make sure that you know every little facet to this decision that you're going to make. And yeah. I mean, we do see this. We have seen it in the last year, especially um, a lot has transpired since COVID where people are saying, you know, I didn't think I was going to retire till 65 because of healthcare. Right. Then they get Medicare. But I'm 62. I'm seeing an opportunity here. The income flow, all the numbers make sense, Gary and Laurel. So I'm ready to go. And they go early. We're seeing this a lot more. And there's ways that you cannot have those penalties legally, honestly, and ethically. So again, if you're not 59 and a half and you have the numbers to retire, there's a way to do it so you don't have those penalties. There's a couple ways to do that. And it's also good to know that how long the money's going to last. When we do these projected incomes plans is that we're not using the highest. We're not using the means. We're using minimum amounts that we see as an average as lower amounts because we know if we can get that lower amount of return to average out and make the plan work, the actual returns are going to be much better for you in the long run. So ah. once again, it's understanding and having that confidence that when you walk out the door, know where your money is going to come from, how long it's going to last, and more importantly, when the market moves. I mean, we've seen a lot of movement this last week, mm -hmm. uh, the market going up and going down. When the market moves, you're going to be able to be in a position to take advantage of it, not get hurt by it. And we do. We talk with a lot of our clients and help them figure out what their options are in this new work environment. And, uh, you know, it's fascinating to me that you're helping a lot of people retire during this time, too. They've had enough and they want to quit. And I love that you're helping put them in a position where they can take advantage of the market and still retire successfully. Uh, I, though, too worry, Gary and Laurel, for those of us who are still working, though, still trying to let our savings grow. Because, uh, after all, with so many people leaving the workforce and maybe not coming back and maybe companies not being able to find workers to get the job done, that starts to impact stocks more directly. And uh, is that a factor in some of the volatility, do you think? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, we thought the transitional period would be done. You know, we looked at 400,000 jobs was supposed to be there, and it turned out to be half of that. In fact, below that, about 199,000 jobs. And so you're seeing the supply chain. Um, we had the opportunity to go to a meeting out in in Los Angeles, and I went by the the Long Beach Pier and looking at the ships still out there waiting to come in and be unloaded huh. and the stuff out there. In fact, uh, one of the gentlemen I was out there, he says, I bought a new this, and he says, I think it's one of those ships still out there waiting to come in. <laughs> right. And so it's one of those things that you're going to have, like we talked about earlier, is that appliances with, you know, out of stock. Oh, don't bring up appliances and building a house and that's already... <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, just like you've been dealing with. Mm-hmm. How many times have you changed appliances? Right, three. Yeah, three, oh, and wow. you haven't got any yet. No, actually, no. I do have my my venta hood, oh. so that that's there. <laughs> one piece, so one out of twelve. <laughs> but I don't even need that to cook or clean, technically. So hey, so you're going to pay more for the things that are available right now, or you're going to wait, and all of that will affect the market. So yeah. kind of think of it this way: is that let's say I have a transmission go out of my car. So I go down and get my transmission fixed. Well, the gentleman that did or the lady that did my transmission, they get paid. So kind of look at money like a claim check. Forget it being money for a minute. They got a claim check. Now, they want to use that claim check to go out and buy something else, a refrigerator or a freezer or a stove or go on vacation. Now, when you have so many people that want that same thing, that drives the price up. And so that's how you get inflation. So you have too many people with claim checks out there wanting to spend money and not a product, we're going to have hyperinflation. Mm. And that can really drive things to be meaning that, okay, I'm going to change jobs, I'm going to get a higher paying job, and I'm going to do that. And by doing that, now I have more money. You really don't because the cost inflation has taken that away. Well, finally, this weekend, we get to a fun one here. What does the average American think about six times per day? Food. I'm going with food. We're foodies, so I'm going with food. <laughs> food is always on Gary's brain, Gas. isn't it, Laurel? No, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Taylor would say car wash, probably. Yeah. <laughs> A car maintenance, something like that. But uh, the answer is their finances. It comes up hmm. quite frequently in our brains. That is according to a new study by a firm which also finds... of Americans say they'd give up alcohol for five years if they could retire today. Uh, Three out of 10 say they would give up what we'll call grown-up time or even their friendships. Well, that's kind of sad. Uh, But clearly, a lot of us are hoping to retire one day, maybe sooner uh, rather than later. But I'm wondering, Gary and Laurel, since you help people with these decisions every day, how do we get to a point where we're just not so stressed about this? It's kind of interesting because uh, I was just doing some research on that. Of course, to the New York Post in October of 2019, it posted that the average American spends over 200 hours, ready for this, thinking and planning for their annual vacation. <laughs> 200 right. hours. Uh, we kind of talked about this before because it seems silly. You spend so much time planning for vacation, and how much time do you plan for retirement? And here's the catch to this. Ready for this? A whopping 73% forgot to book part of their trip. <laughs> and I mean, like maybe they forgot the hotel or transportation Probably or transportation, airfare, yep. airfare getting back and forth. So when you look at all of that and saying that you spent 200 hours and you still blew it 73% <laughs> of the time, that's scary. When you took out your retirement plan, what are you doing there? So you need a plan. You need a comprehensive plan for all contingencies. We talk about that with our clients right up front, you know, alive and well, protecting you from creditors and predators. What happens if you're alive and not well? 
what happens when you're passed and you want to give your money to whom you want, when you want, with as little tax implications as possible. So all of those things is something that you want to look at, and there's so many facets of that. We could you know, go on for hours and hours about what you'd look for, but that's why you need a comprehensive plan for you. It's not what your neighbor's got. It's not what your family's got. It's what's going to happen for you and how it affects and where you're going to go with you and your spouse. I mean, yeah, you think about it. You meet with somebody. You're ready to retire. Let's say you've got it on June 1st set on your calendar. All you need to do is meet with somebody and let them do the legwork. You know, that's why we're here. We love to crunch the numbers, you know, and look at Social Security and how that plays in. And what about health insurance? And um, after you pass, how does that money going to go on to others? So we put this in this complete holistic plan because all of these different pieces really need to communicate and work together. I don't know about you, but when I go on vacation, I don't want to stress. I don't want to worry about, am I getting from the airport to my hotel? That's the last thing I want to do on vacation. So it better be planned pretty good. We don't want you to give up your friendships, your adult time or grown-up time, and your drinks, if that's something that you use, too, to have a little release. So you should have it all. You, You deserve it. You've worked really hard. You're going to retire. You're in retirement. This is the time to really enjoy life because you've earned it. Weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.